Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The one with the football is the ninth episode of Friends' third season. It originally aired on November 21st, 1996. It was one of the series' Thanksgiving episodes, although it aired a week ahead of the actual holiday. It went up in primetime against Diagnosis Murder, Martin, and High Incident at 8 p.m. NBC would actually air Home Alone during its slot the following Thursday. It is a beloved episode, currently available on Netflix. When Gawker ranked the 236 Friends episodes, this one came in 12th. An impressive feat, considering there is no major plot reveal, memorable gimmick, or marquee guest appearance. In many ways, it's the perfect 90s sitcom installment. Moderately funny, with relatable people, in relatable situations, completely bereft of any meaningful stakes. That's the point. To be light, carefree, to not accidentally elicit any higher thinking, to walk away with no takeaways, no concerns. And I wish I could do that, but I can't. You see, there's something entirely disturbing about the one with the football. Come with me, won't you, on a fun ruining expedition to overanalyze art and sport not intended to be analyzed. The journey takes us a place you'll never expect. Where tinfoil hats are needed. Where the genesis of one of football's most perplexing trends may lie. This is the Big Lead Big Stream Holiday Podtacular. I'm Kyle Coster. We enter on Rachel and Monica's apartment. They are talking with Phoebe. It is Thanksgiving Day and the boys, Ross, Joey, and Chandler, are watching football instead of helping out. More specifically, they are watching a New York Giants home game, which is believable only if we are to assume they've acquired a working time machine. The Giants actually have a rich tradition of playing on Turkey Day. In 1926, they beat the Brooklyn Lions 17-0. From 1929 to 1938, they played on the holiday but always as the visiting team against crosstown rivals Staten Island Stapletons or the Brooklyn Dodgers. Their next two appearances came in 1982 and 1992, both in Pontiac against the Detroit Lions. When halftime comes, Joey suggests tossing the old pigskin around, or as he puts it, get a little three-on-three going. It's a fine idea born out of a desire to burn a few calories while deepening friendships. What Joey doesn't know, however, is that his words are the key to unlocking a dark secret shared by Ross and Monica Geller. Long ago, they were forbidden to ever play football by the familial matriarch after a once sacred tradition called the Geller Bowl turned violent. There is lingering bad blood between the blood relatives, although they share a profound sense of loss and yearning for the Geller Cup, 
a bauble tossed in the lake by a father 12 years ago, seeking to fix his fractured brood. Monica and Ross are adults now, with careers and expensive apartments in the beautiful West Village. They figure if they can make it here, they can make it anywhere, including the gridiron. They want to prove to themselves and to each other that they can play a competitive sport again. After appeals to both better angels and darker demons, it is decided that a game will be played. The gang shows up at a tiny city park. Leaves coat the ground. Young New Yorkers look on from a swing set. Old New Yorkers look on from a park bench. Remember, this is supposed to be fun. It won't be. It will become very, very serious. Rachel, sporting pigtails she didn't have minutes before, wastes no time proving she has stone hands by treating a lob from Ross like a tetherball to be sent far away from her body. In the fashion of every diva wide receiver of the time, she takes umbrage with her boyfriend's throw, claiming it almost hit her in the face. It is a sign of the fractured on-field relationship to come, and perhaps the fractured off-field relationship explored in later seasons. This sorry display leads to Rachel becoming Mrs. Irrelevant in the player draft held minutes later, joining Chandler and Ross versus Monica, Joey, and Phoebe. Rough boundary lines are established. Turkey-basting responsibilities dictate a 28-minute game. It is immediately clear that Phoebe is not a plug-and-play talent. Not only does she lack focus, she shamelessly asks Monica what blocking entails. But hiccups like this should be expected, especially after the neophyte openly admitted to never playing football moments earlier. It's a classic draft overreach. A game opening kickoff is attempted by Chandler because kickoffs were still a valued part of the game in 1996. For reasons beyond comprehension, Ross teased the ball up high on his angled foot at least five inches above the ground. Chandler's leg path veers directly into his roommate's foot, while the pigskin drops to the ground, at most a foot away. Chandler ends up simply throwing the ball to the receiving team. We already have a rule change ratified unilaterally. Joey, looking like a middle linebacker in a maroon football jersey, catches it and makes it halfway, which is to say about 15 feet down the field before employing a fake lateral to no one in particular. The move causes Ross to drop to the ground as if he's been shot by a sniper. The male Geller squad is as inept on offense as it was on special teams. Chandler lines up directly under center before some mild homophobia dictates. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's running things out of shotgun instead. His first pass to a wide open Rachel is not corralled. This isn't fun anymore for Ross. He decides to install a new offense in which his girlfriend goes deep on every play. It's clear she'll only be a decoy. This is heartbreaking. More than that, it's not good team ball. On a three-person unit, every warm body is valuable. We jump forward to an unidentified length of time. While retrieving an errant pass, Joey meets a Dutch woman. Harmless flirting ensues, but it is soon 
replaced by a fierce show of peacocking from both Joey and Chandler as they vie for the affections of this mysterious, companionless European woman who has shown up on a park on Thanksgiving Day wearing nice clothes. It is unclear why she is so interested in this three-on-three American football game, but hey. Rachel is still unhappy with their lack of touches. Chandler, already trying to do too much before meeting the Dutch woman, fumbles an end around with no defensive player within two yards. He is pressing. Joey scoops it up and appears destined to score before he's caught from behind by his roommate, who employs a jersey-ripping tackle. The unsportsmanlike play only escalates the tension, which is already high for the viewer because not knowing the score makes a modern-day man very anxious. So, to recap, at this point we've seen lackluster play, poor sportsmanship, shaky front office decisions, and underwhelming visual presentation. Bad, bad football from the ground up. Thankfully, Monica provides a game reset. The score is tied, something to something, and time is running out. Her apparent touchdown pass to Phoebe sparks a tremendous argument amongst the gang that devolves into physical violence because it's unclear if the play got off in time. They agree to call it halftime and head back inside. This is all exposition to pave the path for a big reveal. Monica has, in her possession, the sacred Geller Cup. She confesses to retrieving it from the lake as her parents drove Ross to the hospital. This means she literally risked her life for the trophy, which Chandler describes as a troll doll nailed to a two-by-four, by jumping into a frigid northeastern body of water in late November. Its appearance and battle of rightful ownership reopens old wounds. Unresolved past conflict must be resolved. The second half is played with blistering intensity from the jump. Monica Form tackles Chandler to emasculate him in front of the one fan and potential romantic partner. This enrages Ross, who unleashes a montage full of highlights and lowlights. Chandler takes a cheap shot after Joey burns him for a touchdown. Ross pants his sister on a post pattern and capitalizes with a pick six. Phoebe delivers a devastating stiff arm to Chandler. It is entertaining, but sloppy football. Suddenly, it's Monica's team 42, Ross's team 21. Monica is so confident that she trades Joey for Rachel, who has been virtually invisible the entire game. It's a cocky move and plays right into that girls versus boys trope that served as the bedrock for so much comedy of the era. We soon find out if girls can play football and if boys drool or rule. The Dutch woman picks Chandler over Joey, but then leaves after he reveals himself to be shallow. Now, it's important to point out that while all this is going on, the clock continues to run. We know this because Ross says, the clock is ticking. We have no time and we're losing the girls. Monica throws salt in the wound by calling the men Harry Back Marys. That's when things get really off the rails. Phoebe exposes herself to Chandler and strips him the ball. All three ladies hop on Joey's back. Phoebe forces Chandler into a pricker bush by chasing him with her bare chest. It is swarming, sexually aggressive defense. Suddenly, there's 90 seconds remaining and Monica's team trails by two points. There must have been a safety involved, but that footage was left on the cutting room floor. A trick play is designed in which Rachel's to throw a halfback pass. Understandably rusty, she responds by sprinting on the outside of a chain link fence and throwing a point blank rocket into Monica's face. One would think Rachel would never see the football again. But on the game's final play, Phoebe is locked in double coverage and Monica sends a desperation heave to her only option. Against all odds, Rachel hauls it in. 
She is overjoyed, and that elation leads her to do something that will plague football for the next two decades. It is at this point that I ask you, dear listener, to take everything you think you know about Friends canon and football players celebrating prematurely near the goal line and forget it. Because what I'm suggesting is that what Rachel does after catching the football sent a ripple through time and still impacts the collegiate and professional game to this day. In all her euphoria, she celebrates too early. She spikes the ball short of the pole designating the end zone. Only Chandler notices, and his pithy comments lead to a wild scramble for the football. The Geller siblings fight the hardest, their drive fueled by decades of sibling rivalry. Even when the rest of the gang calls it quits to enjoy Thanksgiving dinner, Ross and Monica remain entangled in an epic struggle for the football. Maybe it's not about the football at all. Maybe the football represents something more, like parental love or an honored birthright. I don't know, because I'm just a blogger, not some high-minded sitcom writer. The episode ends. No real lessons are learned. What stands out the most is how terrible the football was, from the opening kick to the final fumble. It's almost as if the goal was to make people laugh and not create an instructional video for peewee teams. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.